Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Deborah Coons-Garcia is best known for her film Future of Food, um, which... I saw years ago. I think Blue came out in, 19, in 2005. She's back with another um, remarkable documentary called The Symphony of the Soil, uh, filmed on four continents and sharing the voices of some of the world's most highly esteemed soil scientists, farmers, and activists, a film that portrays soil as a protagonist in our planetary story. It is a compelling, informative, and engaging documentary, and I'm thrilled to be, uh, by the way, an award-winning documentary, I might add, uh, winner of uh, the Merit Award for Scientific Information from the Montana Cine International Film Festival, Cinema Verite um, uh, Film Fest, Food Festival Food Award, uh, awards all over the world uh, regarding this film. We're joined today by the director of Symphony of the Soil, Deborah Coons-Garcia. Deborah, welcome to Film School. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. And I, I, I have to imagine that from your previous documentary, Fu- The Future of Food, um, probably in some way was pointing you in the direction of all aspects of food and food production. Have Did that lead you to um, explore more about the subject of soil? Well, yes. I wanted to go more deeply into the topic, and I wanted to also do something unusual that hadn't been done, not just to make another film about ag. And so there weren't, uh, when I started it, there weren't any other films out about soil, and I, I was kind of, uh, in, I, I didn't know much about soil, so I thought, well, this will give me an opportunity to learn all about it if I make a film about it. And and also, for people who are hungry for that kind of information, it helps support the whole idea that, you know, healthy plants, healthy soil, healthy people, you know, that kind of continuum. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. This is one of those documentaries and, and that I come across every once in a while about a subject that I, I call literally hiding in plain sight. Yeah. We, we, it is something that is so elementary, so vital to our very existence, and yet we do not, I do nothing about it. I mean, what I, again, about one of the... Well, you know more now than before you saw the film. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's true. No, that's what I was going to say. One of the great things about Symphony of the Soil is that uh, you you present us uh, a many the many facets of soil from many different voices and points of view, uh, not only just about kind of the science of soil, but of what we can do with soil, how it plays. It just it's it's a very well put together weaving together the story of soil. And by the way, it's not dirt. <laughs> I know. Well, see, this is the thing: is dirt soil is alive and dirt is dead. That's what soil scientists say. They call dirt the four letter D word. So. Um, you know that, well, that that you can tell if you're a soil scientist because you wouldn't use the word dirt, but exa- a lot of other people do. <laughs> well, tell tell me a little bit about your sort of putting uh, the, the the flesh and bones of this uh, documentary together in terms of getting the people going out and finding uh, the experts. What was this sort of journey like for you as a filmmaker and as someone who is obviously interested in this kind of thing? Well, you know, I, I started when I was actually going around with the future of food. I told people I was going to make a film on soil, and I didn't really know anything about soil, but I thought, oh, this will be you know, I was kind of cavalier about it. this will be my next film. And and then when I started studying it and reading soil, you know, soil science textbooks and and talking to soil scientists, I realized how complex it was. And so I moved away from that automatic assumption, you know, soil, ag, soil, ag, 
soil? What can we get out of it? What's mm-hmm. in it for us? And, and to see soil as this incredible organism and a place where uh, transformation takes place. And, so, um, and, and also the cool thing about soil science now is because of technology, because of electron microscopes and satellites and, you know, and actually um, advances in, in film, you know, filmmaking mm-hmm. and being able to see things, we can see a lot more about soil than we could um, even 20 years ago. So, so soil science is actually cutting edge, and, and not only do we find out more about what's going on in the soil, but we see you know, how treating the soil white can help with global warming and all kinds of things. So, so you know, with all that, that kind of book learning in hand, you know, I had to figure out how was I going to actually put this into a film. And because of the future of food, I knew, you know, I knew people who worked with the soil, and I kind of um, worked back from agriculture and farmers into soil, you know, soil science, pure, pure soil wisdom. And, and I had some great young people working with me, who uh, who are quite young in their early twenties, who um, who were great, you know, who they they kind of, you know, we we would find one person and then find the next person, and and they were um, they were really on it. A couple of them, particularly uh, um, a young woman named uh, Jessica Beckett and Sarah Gorsline. I mean, they they kind of figured out um, this would be a good person, you know, that would be a good person, right. and and so I was I was helped on my way by. Uh, by some pretty good researchers, and and then and then we you know we went to India, we went to Hawaii, we went to Norway yeah. and the UK and Egypt and and places where um, particularly in in India and to Punjab where it's it, the soil it's different there. There's a lot more labor. It's not this sort of intensive industrial ag here, and so um, you have people farming the way they have for thousands of years. So it's kind of a it, it was fun, really fun challenge. Right, and and I, I, two things. Uh, one is that you, the the film opens with a one explanation of of I mean the very essence and the very kind of the genesis of of, of soil, starting at the you know uh, the uh, he, the Nor- he's this the this uh, scientist from Norway. I'm, I've yeah Ignacio Chapel. He's actually from UC Berkeley, but he was on sabbatical in Norway. Okay. So. And explaining just sort of the the most basic elements, the basic uh, levels of soil, how it comes to us, and all the rest of it, and it moves along this uh, this continuum uh, uh, throughout the film. And you said something just a second ago, which really is something that's so important, I think, to convey to the the audience. And it does you, you do a beautiful job in the film of doing this, which is that soil is a organism, a living, breathing organism, it, it, and it really comes across in this film it, it, as such. Yeah, it's so fascinating. It's kind of like by the time I finished, you know, shooting everything and, and, and really thinking about it, I realized that, you know, holding a piece of soil in my hand and saying this is soil would be the same thing as holding some seawater in your hand and saying this is the sea. You know, it's that complex. Yeah. And there's just not one thing that you can point to, and it's all this kind of soil community with all these processes and cycles and organisms, you know, that are living and dying and, you know, feeding. The, the death of one feeds the birth of the other. So it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's like the Bob Dylan, um, Bob Dylan uh, song that says, uh, busy being, either busy being born or busy dying. Soil is busy being born and busy dying at the same time, and that's what's so fascinating about it. It really is. There's one, and I don't like to do this very I don't 
I'm not going to give things away from the movie. And I, I mean, it's the kind of movie that you you just need to see and absorb not only the information, but the, there's a lot of interesting personalities and people, dynamic people who yeah. are really doing things. But the one section that was so fascinating to me was um, they're, they're, they become kind of, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, they're sort of like warts that de- that's not the right way to put it that they're sort of growths that de- develop nodules mod thank you nodules nodules and, and you cut them open <laughs> and it lo- and it looks like blood isn't that wild it, it yeah lo- I, well like, that's nitrogen this? you know we all hear about nitrogen fixing bacteria yeah. that are in certain plants that you know that's it's, we have a, we deal a lot with nitrogen in the film because nitrogen is essentially part of the whole you know it's just part of our world in a really important way and so there's this relationship between the plants yeah. and this bacteria and the plant the bacteria gets is sort of in the plant and the, the plant grows around it and so there are these they call them nodules they look like little tumors on the plant and and it's true and we'll give this away but it's such a cool thing to see it just completely blew my mind and he cuts into this again, Ignacio Chapella from UC Berkeley. He cuts into it and holds it up. And my camera, you know, he's a scientist, so he carries around this little, um, like, uh, magnifying glass in his pocket that he whips out and looks at things with. So he whips out his little magnifying glass, and my cameraman's like shooting it, shooting this through the little tiny magnifying glass. And I'm going, I don't know, <laughs> this would be amazing if we if this comes out well. Yeah. But it came out so well, and it really does. It looks like flesh in there. Yeah. It looks exactly like flesh. And, you and you know, the first time I saw that, I thought, God, I really feel like I'm part of the plant community. I'm part, I'm part of this yeah. whole world because that could be my flesh right there. That would be what I would look like if they cut my finger open. It's incredible. Well, and the, the, for me, the important the point to be made here is, is that, that the, the soil is providing the nutrients, the nitrogen and the oxygen or all the, or the, the elements that that plant needs. To, obviously, this is kind of so basic, but it's kind of rediscovering something so basic that everyone th- thinks they know and seeing it through a different prism. And, right. Well, yeah. Well, you know, I think most of us are soil blind. We just don't see it. You yeah. know, we don't we don't think about it. And and it really just looks like it's lying there. But but going into it and seeing all these like the nitrogen and we also go into phosphorus and how the micro how the mycorrhizal, you know, the, all that aspect of plant life pull, yeah. pulls it out, pulls out the minerals from the rock. And it's just um, it's it's you know, you, you get the feeling like nature is amazing. You know, wow, this is incredible. This is great. Well, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Deborah Coons Garcia. She's the um, director of the documentary called Symphony of the Soil. It comes out today, November 8th, uh, here in Southern California. In fact, it's playing at the Lemley Music Hall. That's Beverly Hills, I believe, mm-hmm. on Wilshire there. And um, she will be there tonight and tomorrow night, Friday night and Saturday night. You said the 7... After the 7... Yeah, the 7.30 show, I'll 7. introduce 30. it, and then I'll be doing Q&A <clears throat> after the show. And, um, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited to bring it to L.A. because... Uh, California is a very important, you know, we have a lot of interesting things about soil in our state because we have incredibly fertile soil in the valley, but we don't have a lot of water and we grow amazing food. So we have, you know, California has, has every kind of soil except for frozen soil. And I bet there's somewhere up in the Sierra. So. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, I, I used to live in Mammoth. There's lots of, oh, I, I, I say that. I'm, I'm not absolutely certain, but I, uh, it would be the area of the state that would have frozen Yeah, I would, I would think so. They call them the, the giant jealousols. Well, and then, again, um, th- we this film really covers, as it says, four continents. We cover, you cover 
uh, different aspects, and there's different, obviously different. I feel like such a uh, a soil geek now after after watching this. Film, I know, but, isn't it weird how you get really into it? <laughs> really, I'm geeking out on this whole thing now. But <laughs> but um, but you see it for, uh, all over the world. All so many different aspects to it. There's a little bit of a you know geography lesson in, in here. Not geography. I mean, see a geo, geological lesson in, in yeah. here as well. But um, I really want to kind of come back to the point that that uh, with climate change such becoming such uh, a more and more prevalent part of our our existence here on the planet that that soil might in fact provide us with a way out might be might be a, at least a part of the way we can see ourselves through this looming disaster this unfolding disaster tell us a little bit about how in parts of the world they're developing healthier soil that's actually capturing go ahead tell us a little bit about right. that well, idea. that's that's the amazing thing is is when the soil is really healthy and you're farming in a way which is <clears throat> you know organic or sustainable and the soil is 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 good soil you're actually um, fixing carbon in the soil so so the carbon that comes into the plant through photosynthesis actually stays stays in the soil and we can build up take the carbon out of the air carbon dioxide out of the air and put it into the carbon in the soil and that's you know that's if you have healthy soil that's functioning if you have dead soil of course or industrial agriculture right. which uses a lot of um, you know a lot of oil in all kinds of ways including right. pesticides there's a lot of a lot of uh, energy used to create uh, synthetic nitrogen so those are you know chemical agriculture is 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 really um, very you know, it, 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 it spews carbon carbon dioxide out into the air, but but more sustainable and healthy agriculture, they pull it out of the air and put it in the in in the in the soil. The soil holds it, and so that's that's what we need to do. We need to put the carbon back in the soil, not only for healthier soil, but because that's going to help this imbalance that we have that's causing trouble. And the other aspect of that is when the soil is is healthy and it's it's you know rich dark soil that absorbs water. Then when you have these, these floods, and we'll be having more catastrophic floods and droughts, what happens is that water can soak into the, the soil and not run off if you have dry, dead soil. And this is what happened in Iowa. Actually, when we were shooting this whole section about water, we weren't in Iowa. We were someplace else. But we were reading front-page news in the paper, catastrophic floods in Iowa. And that's because that's so much of that soil is so degraded yeah. because of over-fertilizing and, and the chemicals that's so dried out that the water just runs right off it. Yeah. And you know, and also because they've you know they've cut down the you know hedge what would be hedgerows or anything like that to absorb it, and it runs off and it creates a much 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 worse flood than it would if if the soil were healthy, and and the same thing with with drought you know and yeah. if you have healthy soil then the plants can can find water that's soaked in during the rainy season for example here in California it would soak in and the deep roots of the plants could pull that up but when you have very shallow roots because you're you know you're kind of feeding them through irrigation then um, you know you're not returning you're not able to really make use of that water because it hasn't made its way into the soil. So there's lots of aspects to this that um, that we're all we're trying to figure out, and there have been a lot of really good studies about it. Yeah. And so, you know, this whole thing of feeding the world, I mean, the way we're going to feed the world and have a healthy world is by trying to create healthier soil. You know, it's easy to get sidetracked by what I call, what I would call dead technology. This is, this stuff is 
is dead. This fertilizer-based uh, farming, this so much of uh, what we do now is so counterintuitive to what the Earth is trying to tell us. And and what's and but the good news is there are a lot of people in the world who know the way out, and we just have to fi- figure out the political will, how That's to it. how to how to engage the 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 people who are in the back of the line in terms of understanding this, which is unfortunately our leadership, our political leadership in the world. And also a lot of economic vested interest here to not see these things happen. But there is a way out. And right, there is a way out. And, you know, if, if we changed everything today, yeah. we, 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 could, we could really uh, bring life back into the soil in just three years. Soil can regenerate itself in just three years as an organism. And, and it's just by using, by, but, but just these simple things that farmers used to do before this whole industrial, you know, ag culture kind of took over or lack of culture. kind of took over and told farmers, this is what you do. And so a lot of farmers have ended up with really degraded soil, and, you know, it's very, very expensive, you know, and fertilizer is expensive, pesticides are expensive, the GMO seeds are expensive, all that stuff. And and really, you know, I mean, the problem with industrial agriculture is if you're you're farming organically and you can feed the world organically, there have been a lot of studies on that. We cover that in the film or or sustainably or agroecologically, whatever you want to say. But, you know, it's it's really, um, you know, you, we, we can feed the world in a better way if, if we actually treated our soil right, because a lot of the chemical agriculture doesn't feed anybody. You know, it feeds cars, and it, oh, it's, it's crazy. really not even healthy food. I think the most egregious thing is, and I've, I've never understood this, and this goes to the, the subject of um, ethanol. We're, mm. we're, we, there are millions upon millions of people in the world who are dying or are so f- are food um, deprived or in, in danger of not having not knowing where the next meal is coming from and we're growing millions of acres of corn to stick in our cars essentially it just right. it just 40 it, per, 40% of the corn grown in the United States is fed to cars it's it just and, yeah and and as yeah and as we say in the film that corn is grown you know, with more pesticides right. than anything else, right. more water than anything right. else, right. more fertilizer than anything else, creates the dead zones. It's just a mess. And it's it, you're right. There's no benefit. I don't know who the benefit's to. There's no benefit, I don't know, months, you know, Monsanto, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, but, it's, it's... yeah, it's, it's really, um, it's, a, it's just a sad thing because there's no benefit. We actually use more energy making ethanol than, than if we just use, use oil for our gasoline for our cars. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, 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 well, listen, we've just about run out of time. Um, you know, I, just real quick in r- wrapping up here. Uh, by the way, we're speaking with Deborah Coons Garcia. The film is Symphony of the Soil. Uh, she'll be at the Lemley uh, Music Hall tonight and tomorrow night, Friday night, Saturday night, uh, for the 7.30 screening to uh, introduce the film and do a Q&A after, afterwards. Uh, but th- there's documentaries come along, you know, once in a while that sort of remind me of one or the other. And there was a film that came out years ago called Microcosm. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. About, the, about the bugs you know, crawling around. And they did yeah. the, the French film. And they just, that's all they did was film those little bugs in this little area. And it, who knew, you know, if you described it to most people, I'd say, well, how could I possibly want to watch that for, you know, a, an hour and a half or whatever it is. Right. This reminds me of that same kind of movie where you go, well, I don't know, soil? What am I getting? How are you going to? This is such an engaging film. And it reminds me in that same way. You you draw people in, and, and, you, and it's really, 
you you get a great information but it's entertaining and you really want to know more and you want to watch these people who know what they're doing you want them to continue to expand their work and just let's get on with this let's get yeah. going that's it there's solutions out there yes. you know the solutions and it yeah i i really enjoyed using highly technological means to connect people to nature <laughs> <laughs> Modern life, you know. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank- I also want to let yeah. uh, let people know oh, that yes. they can go to our website, symphonyofthesoil.com, and we have a lot of great stuff on the website. And I have a bunch of short films called Sonatas of the Soil that yes. go deeply into one topic. And you know, of course, I'm in business, so um, if people want to order the film, it would make a great Christmas present for go. people that are interested in food and farming. So. And and all of your relatives will be totally geeked out like I am on soil before you know That's it. Right. It's it's yeah. yeah really it's it's fantastic. I'm I'm so glad you were able to join us today, and uh, all the best uh, tonight and tomorrow night and beyond. I'm sure it'll be rolling out across the country. Go to the right. website again is symphonyofthesoil.com. There you go. Dot so, and uh, check it out. Uh, thank you, uh, Deborah Coons Garcia, for being here on Film School. Well, thank you so much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.